0: Imagine being one of our Filipino church planners. Your passion is to go into one of the 580 slums of Metro Manila, where there is no church, and your goal is to plant the first church in that slum area. What are the tools, the items, the materials that you're gonna need to accomplish that goal of a first church planted in one of these slums that has no church? In a few moments, Pastor Leo from the Philippines is gonna answer that very question. Welcome to the 360 Serve podcast. I'm Mark Tyler, president of 360 Serve. 360 Serve is about a new way to do missions. We help you support indigenous church planting pastors at $50 per month, sending them into full-time gospel ministry to reach their own country for Christ. I wanna thank so many of you who are praying for and supporting indigenous church planting pastors all over the world. You're sending these church planters into full-time gospel ministry, into these least reached places in the world, and so many lives are being transformed by the power of the gospel. We do these episodes to share with you the amazing stories of what God is doing as a result of your faithful prayers and support. So let's jump into our conversation with Pastor Leo our church planning movement leader from the Philippines, as we discuss the items Filipino church planners need to share the good news and to ultimately plan a church in a slum area that has no church. Well, what a privilege it is, an honor to uh, again spend time with Pastor Leo, our movement leader, From the Philippines. How are you doing today, Pastor Leo?
1: I'm doing good, Pastor Mark, and uh, good to hear from you again and to be joining you again this uh, podcast.
0: Yes. Well, today we get to talk about projects and what we mean by projects. That could sound a little boring or whatever, (laughs) but really it's exciting because uh, we love supporting your church planners in the Philippines it is our joy, that $50 a month, sending them into full-time gospel ministry. And that's kind of the heart of what we do at 360Serve. Mm-hmm. But in addition to that, you know, the church planners aren't serving in a vacuum. You know, they're, they're serving uh, the Lord in faith, but there are tools that they need, you know, uh, materials yes. that they need that really allow them to advance the gospel in power to where it like multiplies and, and the impact is just great in these, uh, you know, areas of their call. And so I'm glad that we get to talk to you about the most important, you know, tools or projects that we can kind of come alongside to help fund and pray for so that, you know, the church planners can just have what they need to just minister uh, God's grace and gospel in uh the slum areas of Metro Manila in the Philippines. So uh I let let's talk about these. What what's the first area of need that you guys have, Leo? Uh
1: Pastor Mark, uh before I say this, uh I'd like to just say big part of what you said. I, I so agree. I mean when we talk about the gospel for the poor, uh you're talking about projects, these are tools and I love how you said it, tools that uh, really uh, are so crucial in our mm-hmm. work of uh, doing the Lord's work of planting churches. And uh, the question, what is one of them? And one big part of uh, church planting movement among the poor is food. The most tangible uh, tool or material that has to be brought, that is so tied up into the work of the gospel is food and the literal food among the poor. And one of the things that we do as a a church planning movement is when we do feeding for children. And so uh, the big, a big, if I would use the word that you, you mentioned uh, pastor Mark a tool is we need uh, food for the children. So we Mm -hmm. do feeding work. feeding work for children every single week. And that's why uh, it's a crucial part of our own strategy of uh, uh, church planning every every month. Every, I mean, every week and every month and every year, uh, all, all the time. This is a major part of what we do. The other part of it is too, and uh, in, especially in Manila and, and the rest of the Philippines, we have about maybe a, close to 20, if not 25, uh, storms or calamities every single year the reason we say wow. that is we got so used to it but how it connects to this is the ones who are most affected are the poor people they live in the slums and they get flooded you know you get so you know the the, the water uh, the 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 mud all the all the all the suffering of calamities that wow. Oh, we have, and the food is just begins to be, uh, you know, a, a crisis for them. So feeding the children, uh, giving relief uh, is just a big part of church planting. It's almost impossible. Uh, it's hard to say this. I'll be careful to say this, but it's almost impossible to do work among the poor without this. One.
0: Yeah, I can see that. Now that totally, you know, makes sense. So when you're talking about food, you know, what, break that down a little bit. What literally do you guys come into these communities with? Are you talking rice and just, you know, water and, you know, what does that look like? What literally is it? What do you find to be most helpful?
1: Okay. Uh, well, the the food that we provide for, uh, we begin with children because they're the most uh, vulnerable. Uh, we provide food a like a porridge kind of a, a mixture. Okay. and. What we have is uh, of, uh, a budget of a hundred dollars, about a hundred dollars, feeding about two hundred kids and, mm-hmm. and mothers. And let me say how this works, uh, Pastor Mark. It's the way where when we, when we provide feeding, children don't only come on their own. Well, someone gotta bring them, right? <laughs> and that's yeah. mom, mom coming with a little two year- old three three-year- old five. As as old as uh, maybe even eight year old, nine year old, uh, even twelve year old. So these people come, and we feed them, and then we teach them. We feed them, and we, and they listen later on. Uh, We feed them, and they hear the word. So it's they go hand in hand. They're not separate things. So. This is how we, we break it, uh, uh, Yeah,
0: and you know, I right now as you say that, I have in my mind's eye, and if uh, our listeners are, receive, you know, if you support a Filipino church planner, you get these updates I send you. And Leo, you give us so many amazing pictures of these feedings, and I just look at hundreds of children and mothers that oh, are yeah. listening to a church planner. They're being fed, and there's joy. I mean, we know as Christians in the United States, come on, let's face it, when donuts and coffee show up, <laughs> you know, people show up. <laughs> oh, and yes. It's the same principle, right? Like what oh, you're saying yes. this is so oh, basic, but I just know that it's always paired with the gospel. And, Leo, oh, I yes. just see hundreds, hundreds turning to Christ because of these food outreaches. Oh, yes. I mean, it's just incredible.
1: Oh, yes. A big yes, Pastor Mark. A big yes.
0: Wow. Well, thanks for your faithfulness, and and this is great for us to just hear this. And like you said, a hundred dollars, what an opportunity to feed you know two hundred people at one of these uh, outreaches. What's another uh, you know tool that you guys need, Leo?
1: Well, one big one also is uh, we we provide Bibles for people who are right. in the in the in the community, and uh, right now a lot of people actually. You know they have cell phones and uh, smartphones they they put their Bibles there, but in the poor areas uh well the, some people have cell phones, but they have the, they don't have the cell phones that are really smartphones yeah and and they cannot read or have the Bible that uh, we normally could conveniently see it on our phones but and so having a Bible under hand is one big uh uh Tool, if I would say, that is in the work of church planning in in, in the community. So we give uh, Bibles to those who 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 we try we we give Bible studies to. One of the areas that I, I, I that comes to my mind right now, Pastor Mark, is Novelletta down in the south, where when we started uh, opening, uh, we do community surveys and we start to do Bible study work we started giving Bibles and just the act of giving, it's Mm -hmm. just like a joy for them. Like, Oh, you know, it's probably the most beautiful hands we know in the world are the hands of the poor because they just like to say, I just want to receive. And Mm -hmm. they, it matters to them that something is on their hand. And, and when we say Bible, and by the way, they, this is what we use in when we come back for Bible studies. And so with it, it just becomes so uh, integral in our uh, learning God's word together. Uh, without it, it's just gonna—it's just making it more difficult. So, it's an incredible tool. Uh, while uh, a lot of work in in the poor places is very oral, like storytelling, having something on your hand, the Bible, when we point to a part of Scripture, and by the way, when we do our worship gatherings. We point to verses and and they read. So this uh, of, obviously these are Tagalog Bibles, uh, and uh, it's it's a joy to see people uh, receiving, and that has been a, a, a major part also of our work, uh, pro, yeah. uh, providing Bibles. So yeah, well, wow. yeah, that's
0: well we can we understand how important the Bible is to each of us and. And yet we, it's hard for us to comprehend, you know, as I'm thinking about the context again, I mean, these families, they're living on $1 a day averaging, you know, in the, in these slum areas. Right. And, and the Bibles are what, $3 each. I mean, you could not even comprehend being able to purchase a Bible on your own. And so this is a, it's a huge gift. And yet for us, you know, what a. But still, what a beautiful thing! It's three dollars a Bible. Is that correct?
1: Yes, right yes, there. that's correct. Uh, three three um, dollars.
0: I know this is a crazy. This is a crazy question, but just how many Bibles could you in your ministry right now? You know what you're doing. How many do you need right now? Right. Well, that's now? kind of really putting uh, you on the spot. But I mean, yeah. how many could you use? I mean, I know that the number you know could be you know endless, but right now you know just like. How would you quantify the need that you guys are facing right now? Uh, if you ministry? have
1: if you have a thousand Bibles, wow. okay, <laughs> we, could, we could give that away. Yes,
0: a- yes. amen. And you could yes. give it away purposefully. I mean, oh have yes. all these Bible studies that are taking place—that's oh, awesome. You know, we
1: have a lot of. I mean, they they are ready to just receive this Bibles, waiting waiting to receive this Bible. Yes,
0: amen. Well, we know the power of God's word, so. That's so exciting, you know. I mean, uh, it kind of breaks my heart. So many in the United States, they're not even interested in the Bible. And yet we've got people there that are just, you know, that's their dream, to receive oh, yes. a copy of God's Word. Oh, so, yes. It cool.
1: means a lot. It means a lot, really, uh, by so much.
0: Yeah. Amen. Yeah. All right. Well, this next area, you know, we've talked about how to term, you know, the term that we're using is, Multi-purpose building, okay, uh, yes. and oftentimes we talk about supporting, you know, uh, churches building churches. But I think multi-purpose building is really the best for your context within these slum areas. Describe that for us. Why these are these buildings are important, and what they are, you know, just how they're being used, that sort of thing. Leo. Yes,
1: yes. Last uh, remark: the the multi-purpose building is probably one central. Piece of the strategy in doing church planning work among the poor. One is when we go into a community. Uh, more maybe the, the the model of trying to gather people, people so they come and worship the Lord. The question is, where do they gather? In the poor places, there's no place. Like every every house is made of uh, you know. Uh, a small place with galvanized iron and a broken roof and cardboard uh, wall. And uh, how do you gather when every place is very small and, uh, you know, there's no place right in the slum. When you plant a church, uh, they need, we need a place where we can bring them together. And so uh, one uh, one central part of the strategy is, uh, having a multipurpose uh, a place or hall where this will work as a place where we bring people when they begin to worship. Uh, we have Bible studies in the homes, but on, on a gathering where we can gather them together and the, the, the power of, uh, you know, people seeing a group of people worshiping God yeah. spreads over the whole community
0: yeah. by
1: doing that. The other one is when we begin to train people, it's almost uh, very, very strategic that we just have one place where we can kind of a central place where we do, you know, training for livelihood or training for medical work. Uh, a lot of some, some doctors just say, can we come in and, uh, you know, do some medical mission or dental mission? and one of the biggest concerns we have, where do we go? You know, you, mm. you got to have, a, find a place and you don't want the people to be going out of their own communities, walk maybe five kilometers yeah. away. Yeah. You want them to just come and, and be there. So that's where we do the multi-purpose uh, building or hall is, that's where we do our, our, our medical mission. That's where we do our trainings. That's where we do livelihood programs. Or that's where we also do our Bible studies uh, yeah. that we, we,
0: we yeah. do. As the church begins to grow, yeah.
1: Ex- exactly. And, and the feeding, um, you know, it yeah. gets more yeah. more complicated when, you know, like uh, uh, a mother, five mothers say, okay, we're going to cook. The f-. We're, they're now involved in the work yeah. every week. And some, yeah. Sometimes the question is, uh, where do we cook? <laughs> because if yeah. you cook in Nana Mercy's house, it's just too small. And it's too, too crowded there. And we always end up trying to say, where would we do this? So a yeah. very central place, a multi-purpose place is that. Uh, we wow. plant. And so this is a, a significant part of the strategy when we plant a church in, yeah. in the poor place.
0: Yeah. And, of course, I've been in those multi-purpose, uh, you know, halls. Uh, we've helped fund several. Oh, many yes. Many of yes. them. And uh, I see, and I think our people can see the critical importance of this as, I mean, when you guys show up, crowds of people, you know, show up and they're being discipled, they're coming to Christ by literally the hundreds Yes. And having a place that they can gather and worship and sing. And oh, and, yes. and the amazing thing, this kind of amazes me, Leo. Uh, I mean, here in the United States, for us to, you know, erect a building, we're talking hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars, you know, that we put into churches. Oh. And and I get it. You know, that's where we're at in our culture and just the cost. But you're talking $5,000, right? Does oh, yes. One of these. Mo- <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean. That's amazing. And, th- and tell us just generally the size of this. is like how many people could fit in this, you know, or in just a, our listeners. They're trying uh, to get in, the, in one of these, you know, one of these structures for 5,000. What, what does it kind of look like? Just basic.
1: Yeah. Uh, this structure would probably take in anywhere from 80 to 100 people. And that's about it because uh, uh, in the church, uh, I mean, the, the community, uh, they're difficult, they're poor, they're small, and the space is also limited. And so uh, that's about the the, the, the the just about the right size. And yes. the big part of Pastor Mark is the word momentum. When people see, people are gathering and they are worshiping the Lord together. You know, it's like uh, the, 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 the 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 aroma of the gospel just uh <laughs> goes yeah. every, in this whole community they know god is in this place and so uh yeah. people people come they're like it's like a magnet uh they will yeah. come and it's also Amen. right inside the community it's not they're not going to go outside they're just yeah. going to walk yeah. <laughs> uh, you know you've seen those uh plasma. Yeah
0: and, and it's just it's amazing cuz it's the only gathering place in this whole area. I mean, that's yes. the beauty yes. of just Jesus is in the center of an entire slum area. Oh, my. If our listeners yes. could just, you know, be teleported there and see <laughs> one of these, it's just oh, amazing because yeah. it just touches my heart so deeply as I just think back to all these places we visited. Well, okay, i am put you on the spot again. How many right now, Leo, of these, you know, uh, multi-purpose buildings could you guys use right now? I mean, I know you're all at different, you know, levels of church right. planning, the phases we talked about that, but how many are at the point where, Hey, eventually, you know, soon you're going to need this. Well,
1: uh, I think now to be honest, uh, we are looking at five uh, areas, new areas okay. where we can begin work. Uh, if we are looking at five areas, we can begin work and we would love, uh, yeah. Uh, this is just God, uh, you know, speeding up his work or, you know, yep. just the momentum of his work just yep. steps up. And I, I'm yep. excited.
0: I'm excited. Amen. Amen. You know, well, thank you, Leo. I mean, it, it obviously, this makes sense to us, you know, that these are the tools, food, Bibles, you know, right. these buildings. Okay, this is a fun one. Let's talk about the last one, which is?
1: Motorcycles. <laughs>
0: yes, okay. <laughs> oh, because uh, you were like earlier when we were talking, you're like, okay, we're going to talk about motorcycles, right? Yep, we're going to talk uh, about yes, motorcycles. Yes. I mean, all the countries we support, motorcycles are so big. I mean, this is like, it's just such a blessing. Talk about that, just why it's so important. This is such a desirable tool for right, the church planners. Right. Well, uh, in the urban ministry of
1: a church planting movement um, the cities are crowded it's more I don't know it's just like it's a phenomenon uh, they say in India in Brazil I mean countries where uh, a lot of slums are growing they are actually very very crowded and it's true here in Manila so movement is a challenge when our church planting workers begin to move. Uh, the, the common thing is we crowd into, you know, these buses. and uh, It's very, very difficult. Obviously, even in, during this time with, with the kind of challenge we go through. But the big part now, Pastor Mark, is how can we move the way where God is bringing, bringing us? And uh, more and more of the, the slum areas are actually moving outward. And and so trying to reach those places has become more uh, a growing challenge for, for our workers. And so when we talk about, you know, this reaching out to these places, one huge and significant need is uh, transportation and motorcycles, by the way, we're able to reach a place uh we, we cut not just half of the time we normally take to, to go to a place. We, because motorcycle, you can kind of weave,
0: <laughs> yeah. weave
1: through. Uh, whereas when you're in traffic, you can be stuck for what? Uh, maybe an hour, or two, or three. Yeah. And waste that one way and then two-way going back home. But with motorcycles, like, you know, this is wisdom. This yeah. is the wisdom God yeah. is bringing in. Motorcycle. Uh, And it's enabling our church planter workers to be mobilized and move uh, with with the with the pace of uh, what God is doing, and uh, and so motorcycles are critical uh, in bringing us to the places we need to go. Uh, And rain or shine, (laughs) well, uh, rain is difficult. But (laughs) I'd say this: Uh, I don't know how they do it. I get scared just looking at them, but. Uh, they do it. They're able to go home. Uh, they're able to go to the place and go back home. So that's uh, that's so important, uh, especially in the in the church planning movement, it has become very very critical. So yes, motorcycle is a big one.
0: Well, that makes sense to us. I mean, we envision that. We understand, you know, here in the United States, of course. Yeah, we've got cars. You know, most all of us do. And sometimes different modes of transportation, but wow, we can picture that as so needed. And especially this idea of moving out into these further and further locations that are beyond, because I know also, even right now we're with COVID and just all of the public transportation, even that shut down. Oh and yeah. So, yes. you know, it's, it's complex and, and I, I don't think we need to sell that. We get that. And, I know that motorcycles in the Philippines, $1,500 gets a motorcycle to a church planner, changes oh, yes. their life, changes yes. their family's life. And I know that this is Leo, this is beyond their, I mean, they could never afford a $1,500 no, motorcycle. No. So I know this must just amaze them at when they do receive this. And I get the, the pictures and the stories and they're beautiful. They're just rejoicing.
1: Oh yes. You oh, know, yeah.
0: and, uh, you know, uh, A little bit, put you on the spot again. How many motorcycles are are like needed right now by you guys in your ministry? How many church planters could really use that right now?
1: We have five church planters right now. Uh, Pastor Mark, uh, you know, Pastor Ellie, (laughs) we were just talking yesterday and just says, I think uh, I will need one. He, I mean, the roads are difficult uh, just to, Every time we we talk about church planting work uh, it's also yeah. the road eh? and driving a is i mean four wheel vehicles is very different than when you have a motorcycle so uh we have five people i mean five uh, church planting workers now uh who I are can in really need. Use one. Oh this will be a game changer for our mm-hmm. church planting workers because going to places of uh, their church plant area uh, is just a challenge every single day. And uh, it, it changes their time, their, uh, I mean, the strength to travel, uh, instead of putting it on commuting on, on public transport, they could move faster, bring things faster. Mo- uh, you meet with their people faster. And, and so the mobility is so critical in the church planning movement. And so the motorcycles just become a very significant uh, tool for, for our,
0: Amen. Amen. Well, you know, praise the Lord. I know that, Hey, in our trade, whatever it is that we do for a carpenter, for a doctor, whatever, Hey, there's tools that we need to do our work. And it makes sense to us, you know, that these brothers and sisters that we love so much, we're honored that we could support these amazing church planners that just, man, they lay their life down for the gospel at great risk going into these areas. And so, uh, Leo, we're going to be praying that God will continue to move in our hearts, speak to us about, you know, just continuing to uh, support these tools, these projects Mm -hmm. that uh, your church planners use to advance the gospel. So thank you for our time together, Leo. We love you and just thank the Lord for you. And and wish you the very best this day as you serve God together. And thank you for the time. Thank
1: you, Pastor Mark. Glad to be with you.
0: Thank you, Pastor Leo, for sharing with us the four needed items that help church planners in the Philippines become more effective in reaching their own people with the gospel and planning churches in the slum areas of Metro Manila. Maybe God is using this discussion to open your heart a little bit more about how these relatively small items can make such a big difference, a huge difference, in helping church planners become more effective. Here's your action step of the day. Support a project, which are the helpful items church planners need. Go to 360serve.org and then just simply click on projects. You can give food, for example. $100 feeds 200 people kids and their mothers. You can give a Bible for $3 per copy so someone can receive their first copy of God's Word. You can give a bicycle to a church planter for $150. That bike will change their life and their ministry. You can even give a motorcycle to a church planter that will bless their life and increase their ministry in ways that you would never imagine. These are just some of the projects that are listed on our website that make a big difference in the life of a church planner. Galatians chapter 6 verse 10 says this, Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. Thank you for being a blessing to God's global family. I pray you've been encouraged today. Join us in our next episode as I ask Pastor Leo to share with us the vision God has placed in his heart for church planning in the Philippines. Get ready for an inspirational episode as you will hear Pastor Leo pour out his heart about the vision God has given to him to reach all these people in the slums of Metro Manila for the Lord Jesus Christ. Until then, may the Lord bless you.